Welcome to episode 13, where today we learn why being distracted is a good thing and how you can incorporate positive distractions into your life. Because I certainly need a distraction from 2020. Welcome to This Shit Works, your weekly no-nonsense guide to networking your way to more friends, more adventures, and way more success with your host, Julie Brown. Here we go. I recorded this podcast a few days ago, and knowing that it was scheduled to come out the morning after the election, and that due to the global pandemic, we might not know who our next president is when this episode first airs, I wasn't exactly sure what to talk about with you today. Politics and networking make terrible bedfellows. But how are you doing? I mean, me, I feel like since March and the beginning of the pandemic, I have gone through cycles of complete and utter focus. First, it was focusing on how to stay healthy and not get the virus. Then it was focusing on getting my book published. Then focusing on pivoting all of my speeches into a virtual space. Then focusing on launching this podcast. And also focusing on the presidential election and all the news coverage around it. Focus wasn't an issue for me. Distraction was. And not in the way that you think. I wasn't distracted. That was the problem. I didn't have enough distraction in my life. Most business podcasts will help teach you how to avoid distractions. But not on this podcast. Not today. Because I think we could all use a little distraction right now. I think we need to think about the benefits of being distracted. Distractions can provide an escape or a much-needed break from our routines, our work, our stress, and our anxiety. But distractions can also be a really great business tool, too. Harvard University psychologist researcher Shelley H. Carson, author of Your Creative Brain, Seven Steps to Maximize Imagination, Productivity, and Innovation in Your Life, says that our aha or eureka moments often happen when we least expect them, when we are allowing ourselves to be distracted. In a 2014 article for Fast Company, Carson explains three benefits that distraction can bring. One being that distractions foster creativity. A distraction is defined as something that grabs your attention. Distractions foster creativity because they put a higher number of stimuli in your conscious awareness, allowing you the opportunity to generate more new ideas. Do you ever wonder why some of your best ideas come to you when you are in the shower? It's because you're not focused on one particular thing or problem that you're trying to solve. Carson says, if you're concentrating on something and excluding everything else, you may not be able to take advantage of distractions that can form novel or original combinations of answers. Which leads us to her second benefit. Distractions can deliver solutions. In 2012, researchers at Carnegie Mellon University found that the regions of the brain that handle decision-making are still active when the conscious mind is distracted with a different task. This is why sometimes when you step away from a problem that you've been working really hard on, the solution will come to you seemingly out of the blue. Some of my best ideas come to me when I'm out on my morning run. I'm not trying to think about work while I'm running, but inevitably, 
work ideas will come to me around halfway through my run and I'll be like, oh my God, that's a really good idea. The third benefit is that distractions improve your mood. Through her research, Carson found that when someone is distracted, their mood can move from being depressed to normal and then continue in an upward direction. Want to hear an interesting story? When I was about 25, I began to have elevated levels of stress and anxiety. In my yearly physical with my doctor, I mentioned how anxious and stressed I was and that I was upset because I'd even begun to lose my hair. Do you want to know what the doctor prescribed me? He told me that he wanted me to get a massage once a week and also told me to start reading the Harry Potter books. I was like, what the fuck? You've got to be joking. Where did you get your degree from? Clown college? At 25 years old, I was living paycheck to paycheck. There was no way that I was going to be able to afford to get a massage every single week. So I didn't take his advice on that. But I did take his advice and buy the Harry Potter books. And you know what? Spending time each day escaping into another world altogether, it helped. It helped a lot. Being able to distract myself from the stresses around me helped me better cope with them. There are a number of ways that we can escape in a positive way. I don't know if they will help you, but here are some of my favorites. Reading. Just like when I escaped to Hogwarts when I was 25, I look for books that allow me to escape to another location or time where I can get absorbed into caring for another person or character and not focus on myself. Some good ones that I've lost myself in are The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo books. I was so sad when I finished the last book. Anything Dan Brown. All his books transport you to different historic places. And since we can't travel right now, his books are a great way to visit famous cities in print. Almost like an armchair traveler. Want to laugh? Pick up all of David Sedaris' books. Start with his older ones and read all all of them up to his latest. I still have lines that I quote from some of his books. If you like historical novels, anything by Philippa Gregory will do. I think I've read every single one of her books. And here's the thing. If you buy a book and you just can't get into it, you can put it down and move on to another book. I don't know why people think that they have to finish a book even if they aren't enjoying it. I'm giving you permission to say, this book sucks. I'm putting it down. I'm giving up on it. Another great distraction for me is music. So music is so diverse and can take you back to so many places and create so many moods. I've created playlists on Spotify and channels on Pandora for very specific reasons and needs. My reggae playlist reminds me of beach vacations and always brightens my mood. My Lady Smith Black Mombazo list takes me back to South Africa. My Al's Pals list. So Al's Pals is the opera band at Sugarbush, the mountain that I ski at. And that always like puts me in like a super chill vibe instantly. Jacqueline Dupree. I listen to that when I just want beautiful, often sad music in the background. And I play jazz when I'm cooking. So speaking of cooking, cooking and baking, now that's another great distraction for me. I love to tackle a complicated recipe, like get lost in it. You'll often hear me say, when I'm out at a restaurant or 
even, you know, if I've picked something up and brought it home, you'll often hear me say, I wonder if I could make this, like, while I'm looking at it, either enjoying a croissant or a spicy dish or some other culinary treat. I always look at food and was like, and then I'm like, can I make this? Can I make this recipe? Like, can I replicate this? Can I do this on my own? This type of distraction fully takes me out of my everyday life, literally letting me divert my attention into creating things like homemade bourbon marshmallows. Yeah, you heard that right. Regular marshmallows will not cut it for you after this. You will be ruined for regular marshmallows after you learn how to make your own bourbon ones. One of the recipes that I tackled was French macaroons. Complicated to make, yes, but still so fun. And afterwards, you're like, I made that shit. I even went so far as to make homemade tonic water. Yeah, homemade tonic water with the bark from the fever tree. You can find anything on Amazon. It was amazing and made the most interesting gin and tonics. Uh, Puzzles are a great distraction, usually fun too. Some are frustrating, but I just give up on those. And when you're done, you can give it to another friend, sharing your distraction with them. Podcasts. I recently found myself getting very into serial podcasts, meaning podcasts that tell a story in multiple episodes or seasons. I can listen to them when I'm walking the dog, cleaning the house, driving to work. Some of my favorites that I've listened to lately were Crime Town, Chasing Cosby, The Dropout, Dr. Death, and of course, you should be listening to this podcast too. Listen, life is complicated and messy and stressful, and sometimes we all just need an escape. Distractions can provide that escape and can also be productive and enhance your life. So think about a fun, positive distraction that you can bring into your life. It doesn't have to be all focus all the time. Back in March when I was working and isolating at home, I began to have a need for creature comforts. I created a sourdough starter named Lucy. She is still going strong. But I also started to indulge in an afternoon hot chocolate. A real hot chocolate made on the stove with oat milk, cocoa powder, and sugar. I'd combine everything in the saucepan and slowly stir while the hot chocolate came to temperature. I'd forgotten how rich real hot chocolate is. You know, like when it isn't poured out of a prepackaged envelope. And it reminded me how taking the time to make something from scratch is always better. So this week, the drink of the day is just that homemade hot chocolate with the homemade bourbon marshmallows that I made. There are fancier recipes for hot chocolate out there, but for me, on a day when it snowed six inches in bloody fucking October, this simple recipe of milk, cocoa, and sugar, it just can't be beat. Cheers, guys. Hey, thanks for taking the time to listen. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss a tip. And remember, you can unapologetically be who you authentically are and still be wildly successful. That's a fact. See you next week on This Shit Works.